This is Wordfall, with historical novelist Rosanna M. White, offering our words to the Lord at the crossroads of faith, family, and fiction. Our Daily Cross So, Holy Week. It's my favorite week of the year. In my opinion, it's better than Christmas, where it's so easy to focus on the physical traditions instead of the miracle. But this week is all about the miracle. The miracle that rewrote history, restored us to God, brought eternity to us all. Holy Week is just about here, so I'm starting to think about what that means, especially if you're still in a year when traditions have been a bit interrupted. So last year at Holy Week, I was reading from Luke 9, 23 and 24. Jesus said to them, If anyone desires to come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross daily and follow me. For whoever desires to save his life will lose it, but whoever loses his life for my sake will save it. That was the New King James Version. There are four occasions recorded in the New Testament where Jesus gives this instruction. We have it in Matthew 16, 24, Mark 8, 34, Mark 10, 21, and this one in Luke 9. Three of those four conversations are delivered to the disciples very near when he's telling them about his own death and resurrection. But this one in Mark 10 is actually during the conversation with the rich young ruler. I remember being really struck by this upon doing a study of the cross years ago. Because while obviously Jesus could very well know the means by which he would die, it's still really striking that he would talk about it so particularly before it happens, right? That he would use as an illustration the very thing that would take on such significance for Christians throughout history. And more, that he would talk about it as something those who follow him have to do. But that's exactly what he says. For those who wish to follow him, we have to do a few things. Deny ourselves, take up our cross, follow. Put him above our own lives, our own families, our own dreams. Be willing, day by day and month by month, to move toward our own destruction if it means building his kingdom. The passage in Luke is the only one that adds that word daily, but I find it a really interesting addition because it hammers home that following him isn't a one-time decision. Giving up everything isn't just a burden we accept once. Sacrificing our will to his is not a quick, easily endured discomfort. It's something we have to make the conscious effort to do every day. And it's supposed to hurt. And we don't like that, right? We like the verse that says, my yoke is easy and my burden is light. These verses that talk about torture and martyrdom and death and pain and war in our own families, eh, not so much. Why in the world would anyone sign up for that, right? And then Jesus makes it even harder. You want to follow? You commit fully. You let the dead bury their own dead. You don't even say goodbye to your family and friends. You just go because he's right there. But he's not going to stay in one place for long. In these particular stories, he had set his face toward Jerusalem, toward his own sacrifice. If you want to be there to witness it, there's no time for farewells. I don't think I realized until this very moment that the surrounding verses in Luke, in which Jesus replies to various people who say they want to follow, just not yet, are set just days before the beginning of Holy Week with the triumphal entry. In the other Gospels, the conversations are put in different places chronologically, so, you know, who knows if I should really be focusing on that, but just let's think about it a minute. 
Because those people who chose to stay with their father and their mother and their children and their home and their land and their responsibilities and their security, those people who shied away from the unfamiliar and the uncomfortable and the unknowable, they missed something miraculous. They missed witnessing the ultimate Passover sacrifice. They missed being there for the ultimate triumph of his resurrection. When he calls us to whatever he calls us, what do we miss if we hem and haw and look behind us instead of forward toward him? What miracles do we not get to participate in? And back to my main point, what crosses do we have that we pick up daily? What sacrifices do we make day after day? What decisions do we make to put his above ours? It's not meant to be easy. It's guaranteed to hurt. So why would we sign up for that? Well, because the best things in life are only gained through the hard stuff. And unlike the other gods throughout history that demanded a sacrifice for their own pleasure, our Lord takes no joy from the pain. No, he took the pain, lived the pain, embraced that for us in a way we could never do to show us what perfect love looks like. He doesn't demand we suffer so he can laugh at us. No, he demands we remove whatever lies between us and him. It's our own fault if we're holding so tightly to that something that the removal of it hurts. It isn't the pain of the surgery he wants from us. It's the result. Why does he ask us to take up our cross every day? Because putting on the burden of his message reminds us daily of what our true work is. Hard to ignore that cross on your shoulder, right? It's heavy, but carrying it will make us strong for him. And it'll show the world that we're prepared to accept the consequences of our faith. Because there's only one reason to carry a cross around. No one did it for fun. It led to one place and one place only, death, but life. That's the beauty. By that cross, he defeated the very thing it signified. And so when we're bearing that burden, we're also carrying that message. In this life, in this way, there is pain and suffering and isolation and even death. But there's more than that. There's more life than we could ever know without it. Joy beyond all happiness, peace that transcends war. Take up your cross, not once, daily so we don't miss out on being part of whatever miracles he means to do next. Check out rosannamwhite.com for information about me or my books and to subscribe to my newsletter. This episode of Wordfall is brought to you by Bookish Teas and Totes, bringing you t-shirt and tote bags for book lovers created by book lovers. Check out bookishteasandtotes.com to see our latest designs. Wordfall is a proud part of the White Fire Podcast Network, Please visit whitefire.tv slash podcast for other shows I know you'll love.